0: <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Goddess podcast. Authentic conversations with modern medicine women and goddess penures alike, inspiring you to build your queendom with grace. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and today, today with Faye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about this conversation right now I've got my very dear friend and sister here with me Faye Wilder I feel so blessed to call her my friend and my personal earth angel no this is the woman that you know she I call her and she is like all right, let's breathe together. Let's pray together. And she helps me keep it real. And I also love Faye because she's got an exquisite taste in music. (laughs) Nice. Thanks, Sabrina. You know, it's kind of like the beat of my heart. So I love her. But I really am really excited to have Faye here because we have a very big day coming up. And it's the feast day of Mary Magdalene. And let me tell you, this goddess, she is for sure an initiate of the Magdalens. And I've won I won one of her a contest when she was doing her Magdalene entrepreneur. And this woman was just like channeling Mary Magdalene for four four sessions. And it was just really beautiful to see how Mary Magdalene is here to really help us. To the next level and this is something she really prophesied you know she was in this dark age for a really long time and it wasn't until recently that the pope pardoned her essentially and and anointed her as a saint and so that's what this feast day is all about is you know her sainthood of the catholic church and growing up catholic i've you know we were always taught that Mary Magdalene was shameful and the prostitute and the slut. She was just a sovereign goddess. And the hierarchy couldn't, like, the patriarchy couldn't handle it straight up. So I'm really excited to have this beautiful woman here, this light caster, this prayer. And she truly is living her art and her life is a living prayer. And she is just this huge embodiment. Of love and of compassion and of authenticity and kindness. And she's a beautiful mother of two. And so, yeah, she's the ultimate, like, goddess Panur, badass mom. <laughs> I love her, so... <laughs> I invite and welcome Faye. Oh, sister. That's like,
1: thank you. So beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for being here. Oh my God. Thanks for having me. I want to look in the camera, but I want to tell you, I love you so much. And I'm so grateful. We prayed before we got started. And when you talked about like everything that's led us to this moment, I just felt like, oh yes, it's all been perfect. And um, I'm loving what is, and I'm also like so thrilled for what's coming because it's more and more and more is coming for us all of us Mm -hmm. and not for us it's coming through us by us yeah so thanks for having me I'm so grateful to be here hello everybody yay okay so she mentioned that we started
0: with a prayer before we got on but would you be open to lead a prayer for everyone that's
1: here Mm -hmm. yeah but I just realized I have to grab one more crystal pardon me
0: (laughs) yeah see it's like we have to this is authentic conversations here and if she's saying she's got to grab a crystal it's because Magdalene's like yo girl grab that crystal right now yeah so we are here to pray we are here to talk about Mary Magdalene and she is this beautiful divine feminine essence of who we really are and This is the rise of the divine feminine we're talking about here. And she is helping really lead the way. So now that Faye's back. What'd you get? A Lumerian? That thing is stunning. Damn, girl. (laughs) You can, like, cast some major spells with that thing.
1: (laughs) That's my homie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's just take a deep breath. Holy Mother and Holy Father of all life, the sweet spirit that is running within us and without us, ahead of us, behind us, below us, above us, and always is us, we invite you into this place, into this body, into this space, into this podcast where you already are infusing us, our voice, ourselves, our brilliance with more and more love, always more love. May we shine and may this talk reach all who need it right when they need it. Please make us both clear channels of light and love. And we give thanks for this opportunity. We give thanks for being alive at this time on earth. We give thanks to all of those who have gone ahead of us. And we give thanks to ourselves for showing up to do the work for all of the years before this and in this morning time and doing all this legwork and preparation to be here right now on Earth in this moment. And I call into this space my beloved sister, Mary Magdalene, to join us and to guide us and to come through with her brilliant essence, with her energy and her support and empowerment And she's reminding us exactly what you said, Sabrina. It is an essence. I am a woman. I walked the earth. I have a human story, but I am a frequency. You are a frequency and you are so brilliant. You may reverberate throughout the ages. And so it is. (sighs) And so
0: thank you right man <laughs> Woo, we're getting elevated early in this podcast early morning dude yeah. early morning so I would love for you to share how you had your initiation with Mary Magdalene and the influence of her life of you in your life
1: yeah um okay so i was um in a catholic school when i was little i'm not i wasn't raised catholic but i was sent to the school and i really loved it actually i loved learning about all the stories and i loved all the pageantry and i was there for second grade so everyone got their first communion and i was allowed to kind of like participate but not receive communion and i loved the adornment and I i loved it um and that's probably the first place I ever heard of Mary Magdalene, and a lot like you shared, uh, Sabrina. I you Mary. Happens all the time. kind of right. <laughs> um, You know, I I I just kind of like got wind of the story that she was this woman that Jesus had saved, and like it was okay that she was a woman, and that she she had she was like legit because Jesus had saved her from this life of prostitution, which is what you know was like it was just a given that that's a life of sin. And that means that something's wrong and shameful. So, That was kind of my like what I remember and then in 2012 ish I had a breath work session I think it was my very first breath work session with one of my teachers and I was in a place um, in my life where I had a lot of spiritual experience and a lot of you know awakening but I was still it was like really up here in my head and I hadn't yet integrated it into my body through my cells and so that's why breath is so powerful and maybe we'll talk about that but um it's like completely fast and effective at bringing like whatever's up here whatever inspiration or information is coming through here bringing it and integrating it into the entire cellular structure of the body so i was having this breathwork session and the beginning i was like this is weird i don't like this what is this woo woo stuff and then at the end i was like on another i was in another realm and The end of my journey, uh, there I was, and nobody was telling this to me. This was just what was happening. I was lying on the bank of a river, and Mary Magdalene was washing and brushing my hair. And Jesus, Yeshua, her beloved, was helping her, and he was holding the towel, (laughs) which is like, it's so beautiful and also funny. (laughs) And, um, I, I realized that day that Magdalene was my friend and I started to work with her privately in my own ceremony, in my own meditations, in my own prayer, and a little bit with my private clients. Back then I was working, I was like a health coach. I was like, I had like legitimate certifications and, um, you know, would like sit with people and talk to them about what they ate. Uh, I knew I wanted to be helping people in this way. And that felt like a safe, it was like a safe way for me to start. So I sort of would talk about her if it felt safe with these clients, but it was like very, it felt very edgy for me to even like bring her up or mention her. Um, and one thing, one piece of my story that's important is that I have experience uh as a sex worker. I was a prostitute very briefly in my youth, and um for a long time I did a lot, you know, I did a lot of healing about it, but I never really brought it up or shared about it because I felt like, oh, that's something that I should keep secret and something that I should be ashamed of. And um I I wanna be really clear that I have done enough work in my life and I'm in a place where I am completely at peace with sharing that piece of my story and to make sure that anyone who's listening out there knows that you don't have to share all of your story all over the world all the time. That's, that's definitely not the message that's coming through. You want to make sure that you're in a, a contained space and that you feel protected and guided, which I do. And I feel completely like confident and safe to share that part of my story um, and to share that, Knowing that there was this myth about Magdalene that she had been a prostitute, it helped me during those years. Um, I was attracted to her because of that story. I was attracted to her because she seemed kind of like the underground one, you know, and even though I knew it wasn't true, her reputation um, drew me to her and so to me, and I had, I definitely had a reputation growing up. And so for me with that kind of the the light of that story is that we don't have to defend ourselves and we don't have to um, right every wrong. And part of the beauty of um, the Pope declaring the 22nd, July 22nd, 2016, last year, he declared this Magdalene's feast day and the church you know, said a long time ago, I think like in the late seventies, oh, she wasn't a prostitute. That was wrong. But this was a huge deal because he said she is, uh, a feast day is reserved for apostles. Only apostles have a feast day. And so he said, she is the apostle to the apostles. I mean, this is like an enormous deal that the Pope, this huge like figure of the patriarchy is recognizing the divine feminine as an integral part of the story of Christianity. And, um, You know, whether or not you believe, whatever your religious beliefs or leanings are, it's, you just take that story as metaphor for what's happening on earth. It is incredible. And what happened for me last year when that came through was this understanding that Magdalene was never trying to, um, she never, she just was waiting and being her truth And she never had to go back and fix the story. Everything was righted in its own time. She never had to like hate on people or carry around resentments or point the finger or be like, that patriarchy's holding me down. She was just emanating at this frequency of unconditional love, waiting until we were ready to say her name and call her in. And so that's an important message in my own experience. Like there's nothing for me to be ashamed of there's nothing for me to be ashamed of. And there's nothing for any of us to be ashamed of, period. Whether there's stories about our life that are true. I mean, who knows what's really true, you know? Or stories about our life or ourself that we've just kind of carried around. Like a reputation that we've given ourself, whether we perceive it as coming from outside. Like, oh, I'm not good enough. Or like, nobody likes me or whatever it is. Um, that we can we can do anything we want regardless of those feelings and regardless of what we believe um, of the story that we've been telling to ourselves. And this doesn't negate the necessity for healing work and for integration work and for getting help. I've had a lot of help. I've had all kinds of woo-woo therapy and like mainstream therapy. And I've done a lot of spiritual work in my life and physical work and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, I can't remember your question, obviously now. I think She's it was about okay. it's how Magdalene
0: <laughs> came through into your life. And I think yeah.
1: that's so beautiful. And I just want to say that today the way I experience her is really as like my 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 friend and my sister and like a supporter and the the number one message, if I was going to say anything that Magdalene's given me is this message of empowerment and leading teaching and learning through empowerment. And, um, just like what we were chanting, right. Is like the guru is within G you are you. Yeah. And finding that any support that we rely on is support from people, energy beings, guides that are like, you can do it. You are beautiful. You are love, always a hundred percent of the time, and that we stand in a circle. We stand side by side now that we're letting go of this hierarchical structure that, you know our species has been working with for so long. And to be patient because it's been a long time that we've been working with that structure, so to be patient and just keep doing the work, keep walking
0: having faith in the process of the process and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: honoring the journey. That was beautiful. And it's really interesting because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking a lot (laughs) next month. I'm, um, I'm teaching um, in Oregon for the eclipse at this gathering called um, it's called the eclipse, you know, eclipse gathering (laughs) and Oregon eclipse gathering. And so I've been doing research about um, the eclipse season and you know what's going on and it really dawned on me like okay so the 22nd is mary magdalene's feast day and usually around the 21st 22nd 23rd is when we start to have our new moons and so here we are that we're in this coming into this new moon of leo (laughs) on around the feast day of mary magdalene and this new moon of leo is really setting the attention to be courageous Mm -hmm. to be strong to go out there and to really have that courage within to really step into your truth and to release what no longer serves with these eclipses you know and a lot of us have been feeling this really intense energy lately especially as empaths and sensitive souls because we're literally Cleaning out the garbage and we're being shot forward. But in order to do that, we have to go through these challenging times so that we can create space for everything that's coming through. So there's no accident that the Pope really chose the new moon of Leo to be the feast day of the divine feminine and the lion rules the heart, you know, that's, we think of the Wizard of Oz, it was, but I only had a heart. Mm-hmm. And Mary Magdalene is that essence of unconditional love because, you know, no matter, she was judged and ridiculed for a long time, mm-hmm. <laughs> thousands <laughs> of years. And, but mm-hmm. she would still have that faith and still guide around. And so I just thought that was really beautiful, that aha that I had, like, wow you know, there is no coincidence and this beautiful synchronicity of this divine feminine energy during this lioness time of strength and going after it and the courage.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it takes courage and make, you know, and if we think of like the story of Magdalene and the story of Jesus and what they were teaching in their time and how, um dangerous it was essentially for them to oh, be killed. totally especially Magdalene, right? Because Magdalene's she's a woman. She's not even really like, you know, women can just be killed for opening their mouths back then. And still today, let's not forget that still today this like exists on our planet in different parts of the world. Um and, you know, just let's just keep that in our hearts. And um that she and Yeshua were so clear on what their mission was and they were also like really skilled I think that's this interesting piece about what I just shared about, you know, my own history and like um, Thinking about how Magdalene was like this master shapeshifter and was able to like appear and like be out in the public or kind of become invisible if she needed to be depending on the audience to keep herself safe and to keep the message and the group safe And that it's like so much about discernment, so much about discernment um, in our daily life about like what, what needs to come through. And sometimes what needs to come through feels like it's like the discernment of when we get that beating heart, like, Oh, I feel like that feeling. Does that mean I need to like pause and take a nap? Or does that mean like I got a leap, you know? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I can't tell you the answer, only we inside can tell ourselves the answer, but it is a call for taking the time for ourselves and making like what you're sharing about relaxing into the fact that everything is unfolding perfectly and we're not going to make like a terrible wrong move, that we're being divinely guided and there's divine timing and that even if we kind of make a wrong turn, like it's just a detour. Yeah, we'll get. I rerouted. told my fr- I told my friend it's
0: like I've made many detours. i was yes. like, what can I say? I love the scenic route. That's right.
1: Right, <laughs> like I got to see all
0: of it. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> being such a free spirit. It's like I I feel like with my human experience, like I truly want to see all facets of it because when we do, we're able to come from that space of empathy and compassion for others down the line like what we've gone through is here to help and we are here to serve one another we are here to stand side by side with one another to help us really cut through this veil that's been really hanging over humanity for an era you know and now we're in this new golden era and we're at these like I mean, like maybe even the 11th hour, really, you know, and it's still like being able to have that faith and that trust. And I think what's important more than ever is having a healthy relationship with our spiritual guides that are, that we can't, sometimes we can't see. I mean, we can, if we're clairvoyant, <laughs> but But we can see them with our spiritual eye. And, you know, right now we are really healing ourselves from a lot of the poisons that we've been fed and through our waters, through our food, um, Mm. through our technologies, through our air that are really trying to calcify our pineal gland to connect into that divine spiritual eye. And so that's why I really feel there is this huge goddess revolution really occurring too, because it's an opportunity for us to really go back to basics and to remember who we were because all of our lifetimes have even led us up to this moment and to find peace for where we've been, even as a humanity, you know, and just to know that like, as a humanity, we've all been doing our best we can based on our level of awareness And sometimes we've been unaware of what we were doing then because we were so caught up in that ego. And so I feel like Mary Magdalene's helping us to really shine through and cut through that ego because that's the, that's when we're edging God out. That's when we're edging grace out. That's when we are thinking that we don't, we don't need assistance from our spiritual guides. Mm -hmm. We, we can do this all on our own. And like, we feel like we need to be like the martyr to like save everyone.
1: Yeah, we're worthy of all the help in the world, all the help. Yeah.
0: So I wanted to ask you, when did you, I think, I know Marianne Williamson talks about it a lot, about prayer. And she talks about like that a lot of people have been praying wrong. Mm. Um, well, I've never, I don't know. God, I've actually never read too much
1: Marianne Williamson. So
0: essentially she's saying that people have been praying wrong because they're praying about all of their problems Mm -hmm. rather than praying with gratitude and grace. Because essentially the tip of the tongue is
1: the, is everything, yeah, she's directly connected to our heart center, our heart womb. She's our other way of birthing. We can birth down through our yoni mm-hmm. or we can birth out through our mouth. And with the tongue, depending
0: on, I talk about this a lot as kundalini yoga, the, the way that you speak, it's hitting different meridian points in your mouth. And so that's why it's really, it's re, you have to really be careful with the words that you say. And that's the serpent, right? Like do you think of a hiss? And when you, the tongue represents that divine feminine, you know, it's that speech and then the roof of the mouth, when we bring the tip of the tongue to the roof of the mouth, that's when the kundalini energy really rises. It's this connection of the masculine and the feminine. So
1: beautiful. It's so beautiful. I love it. I love it. Uh, I just, um, it's, these embodiment practices that are like, so, um, the technology is so mind blowing and perfect. It's like, it's, I mean, it's just natural. It's God in action. I love it. Yeah.
0: And it's, well, it's really interesting too, because like Mary Magdalene, you know, she was, she was such a devoted initiate to Queen Isis.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, to yes, the let's to talk about the praying and, um, I was actually just talking with a client about this and the care with which we choose our words and our mantra and the precision that our words should have because they are creating our reality. And, you know, this is to me what sovereignty is. Sovereignty is, an acceptance of my divinity an acceptance of my complete responsibility for everything that i'm experiencing for my physical presence for my emotional state for the manifestation around me it's the end of victimhood
0: mm-hmm.
1: which sounds i mean i always this is like you're like ah oh, that sounds good like i want to create anything i want and along with it comes responsibility to tend to the places that aren't in alignment and to do whatever work is called, we're called to do to come into alignment. And that can be things like, you know, changing our diet, getting more sleep. That's what I need is more sleep. But it can also be like I have to move to another part of the world, or I have I have to leave this relationship. It's listening to the call. It's listening to the call, and in my experience, I mean, I have that call all the time, big and little. And now I know. I mean, I'm I, I have a long road to go in my human life this time, but I know I know the pain of not listening to the call. Mm-hmm. So, like, I listen to the call usually pretty fast usually because then you know it's like so what you're speaking about is this this piece of am I willing to accept my status as creator of what is all around me and to do the work necessary when it's not to my liking and I don't find it it's it's like it's not resonating to do the work of letting go so that I can create what does resonate for me. Um, and so this piece about prayer is like seeing the world as seeing, seeing it's like being out in the world and seeing like, gosh, this is so weird. Why This is how I feel all the time. I'm like, why are we doing it like this? Why, why are we showing our children? It's like I got a dirty look on the airplane a few weeks ago. I was nursing my son. So my boob was out. I have a two-year... I mean, my boob was out. My boob is out. My boob is beautiful. I'm a human being. Oh. I, you know, my boob is out. I'm feeding my child. And this guy turned and looked at me, and he gave me a dirty look. And he was watching on his little screen on the airplane. Like, seriously, like, zombie, like, gun show, like, decapitation, like crazy violence. And, you know, I have that moment of like, this is so weird that you think I am being whatever he was thinking, I'm not sure, but, and, and there you are watching this crazy violence, right? Like it doesn't compute up here. And so how does the power of prayer, how does that work? sweet spirit of all life. I am in a world where nourishing our children is beautiful, no matter how we choose to do it. I live in a world where we we don't need to learn from violence and hate and the feeling that we're separate from God anymore. I live in a world where I greet scowls with an open heart of love. I live in a world where What other people think of me has nothing to do with the radiance of my energetic field. Thank you. And so it is. And that's why we say, and so it is because the power of our prayer is speaking worlds into being. So it is. And you allow it because you've, (laughs) you've
0: said the prayer and you've asked, it will come when you, and when you act as if, and when you believe in that space, hmm
1: yeah and you know I, I I do oh go ahead I was gonna say and prayers like that are prayers that empower that's right exactly and so it's this this thing of exact it, it's exactly right it's like um I do pray for help God I feel like I don't know what to do show me what to do help me so it's not about like It's like we are at once the creator and there's also God. Like we are God, but then also it's a dance. It's a beautiful dance. It's this flow all Mm -hmm. the time. And that flow takes, um, just like if you're dancing with a partner, Uh, I'm not like a seasoned swing dancer, but one time I danced, I went to the swing party in New York, swing dance party. And um, (laughs) (laughs) vacation. Maybe one day, we'll see. uh, And this guy, I'd never, I don't know who he was. We didn't even speak. He came to me and he started dancing with me and I was nervous because I didn't know what I was doing. I was sweating. He said, just relax. I've got it, which is like. Okay. (laughs) And he gave me the dance of my life. I mean, I don't know anything about this person. It was like five minutes, but it was like that relaxation and surrendering. I didn't know what he was going to do. He spun me. He lifted me. He dipped me. He like, I don't know how he was doing it because I didn't know what I was doing, you know, but it's like allowing that spirit, the spirit that's coming from our heart and the spirit that's all around to lead us and to love us. It's really about allowing that spirit to love on us, that we are worthy. Of course we are worthy. We are here of that much love, of that much support. And when we start to experience and I think it takes experience it's like always we it takes a leap of faith when we're cultivating this relationship with with source with God with spirit whatever it is that calls to you um that there is these moments where we don't know what's going to happen we have no idea how it's going to turn out you know and it's like the cake is in the oven and you you have to trust I don't know I did what the direction said right and um and that can be, you know, scary and that's when it's so nice to have human friends and people that have walked the road with you who can you can rely on and ask for comfort and help and also friends like Magdalene who, you know, one thing she's been repeating over and over is if you want to connect with Mary Magdalene, just ask. Mary Magdalene, please come into my field of consciousness today. Please be with me. Please mentor me. Please help me. Please guide me. Please show me yourself. And she is right there
0: and I also feel you know like you do a lot of work with Magdalene in business and I wanted to talk Mm -hmm. again about that flow Mm -hmm. because you know we've grown up in a society where it's like you have to hustle 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 to make it happen yeah but what we're seeing now is that because so many of us are in front of screens as well that we're getting like adrenal failure and our nervous systems are really affected by all of these technologies and um, all of the constant like information, like we're being fed so much information during these times. That's why I personally love Kundalini Yoga because it's like helping us to really navigate and rewire the brain because we have, as a humanity, we have never really experienced this advancement before. And so that's why I also feel like this is part of the huge rise of the divine feminine is to find that balance between that hustle and the flow. Mm-hmm. So how do you good yeah ha- by the way?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she totally went there. <laughs> Love you, Terrence. (laughs) Yeah, get it. Um, So how has Mary Magdalene helped you find the balance of the hustle and flow, especially as a mom and an entrepreneur? And, you know, you have, like, a newborn still here with you. And, you know, a little fox is around, and you've got four strutting around. Like, how have you – how has she really helped
1: you with business? (laughs) It is legitimately crazy, Sabrina. Um, How has Magdalene helped me with business? Okay. I mean, I think first of all, she was last year, she was like, you have to start saying my name publicly, which was like, Whoa, I don't, that sounds weird and scary, but um, I did. And since then things have really taken off in my world and in my work and in my own heart it's like a testament to when we say yes to those little nudges we it's like we we get to know more of ourselves the more of our power and more of our beauty and the way I met Magdalene was in this beautiful ceremony of relaxation and receiving by the water oh no wonder I chose that card water hello (laughs) and um Magdalene's been actually teaching me some technology, some breathwork technology, um, and I'm going to share it in Lightcaster Club this this month about just what you're talking about—the pineal gland and these concepts of um, saturation, hydration, the power that we have, you know, as sovereign beings, we have the power to recreate our physical structure and our physical structure is simply an emanation of what we're believing and thinking and talking about and so she's showing me how to use breath this is probably very kundalini i don't have a lot of kundalini experience but i resonate so much whenever you talk about it and um experiencing what it's like to receive like the blessings of water the blessings of the the regeneration potential that we hold to reshape and rejuvenate ourselves so that we can be radiant for a long forever like the yogis in the mountains but we're not in the mountains we're walking around on the earth i mean they're on the earth but you know what i'm saying like we're in daily life so the answer to the question is that she she is often one of these guides that is keeps it very simple for me because I have always like a million balls in the air and I'm so grateful because things are expanding in my my field incredibly. There's so many beautiful opportunities that are happening like right now today and then like in a year and all of these... I'm getting, you know, and this happens to all of us, right? Like we get these ideas and it's like, Oh my God, I got to do this right now. i got to do this right now. But the reality of an idea, and if you've been an entrepreneur, you understand like the logistics that go behind an idea, even something as simple as like, Oh, I'm going to send an email blast. Like for me, it takes me like a good hour and a half, two hours to write a good email and to set it up the way that I like it. And it needs to be quiet and I need to be resourced. I need to be fed. I need to have gone to the bathroom. It helps if I had a shower and exercise, you know? And then meanwhile, I'm caring for these other people. Um, Essentially, I feel most of the time like I'm doing an impossible job. So I ask for a lot of help and I never, ever, ever... (sighs) Is that true? I mean... I really value my time to receive and my time to re-up, to re-resource. And that means, again, I have to put down, like, I have to put it down. I have to, like, let go of the chew toy. You know, it's like if you're, if I have an idea and I'm, like, working, 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 and I haven't eaten and my kids are crying and they've watched two hours of TV because I'm, like, working, working, working. Like, the finished product isn't, Going to have the frequency that it needs to have, and so to put down the work is to trust again in this brilliant source of all life that is guiding me, and to remember I don't have to control it all. And this is where breath work comes in for me because remembering that I don't have to control it all is up here. It sounds good to be like, "Hey, you don't have to control everything; you can let go and relax." But in my body, I'm still like. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about Their that. My systems are just shot. Yeah. And if you've had any trauma or you've grown up with like any weird vibe in the home, which come on, who hasn't, right? Then it's like, I'm fighting against a very powerful force. Just relax. Just relax. Just take it easy. But it's like, I feel like if I relax, I'm not going to be safe. I feel like I'm on alert. And this is where embodiment practices come in. And just even taking a few deep breaths, like... I'm safe to relax. I don't feel safe to relax. I feel like I got to do everything. There's like a hundred emails to answer. I'm safe to relax. I'm safe to relax. Everything is cared for. I just show up when I'm ready. Okay. Beautiful. And so then that's the frequency behind my offering. And I have direct experience with making offerings that are coming from like, I did it. Like, it's almost like, you know, sometimes I use, I've use i used the hashtag solopreneur and recently I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not a solopreneur. I have, first of all, I have a lot of physical help. I have the support of my family, my husband, um, you know, the people that take care of my children when I'm not with them. Uh, I have the support of like my beautiful community like you and so many other women. And then I have this huge team of multidimensional mentors that are always with me. I'm not doing this by myself, not at all and so when i bring that frequency of like we are supported and we're safe and we're doing this for fun we're doing this for the good of all that is it's serious of course but it's also delightful that's who i want to hang out with that's who i want to (laughs) hire for sure so that me up yeah exactly that's how she helps <laughs> me and you know I think like her life is a beautiful we did this in the Magdalene entrepreneur where we kind of use like archetypes from her life as a way to commune with our own business and to interact with our own creative process and um, I think it's really just about remembering that when we're creating and our work we're giving birth and um, that it's this, It's, it's the union of, I don't really say the divine and the human anymore because they are the same. It's like the divine and the divine coming together in something completely new. And again, it takes this relaxation. It's like this theme today of relaxation and letting go and, um, showing up and having an approach that is breathful and hydrated and nourished.
0: I think it's called faith.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't mean everything is exactly how I want it. That's not fair. No,
0: because <laughs> you know, it can be better than what we want.
1: That's right. Yep.
0: And is it, and do we want it for status? Do we want it to like mm-hmm. boost your reputation? Do we, or do we want it because it's going to help others along the way? Do we That's want right. it because it's in alignment with, with the divine? Do we want it because it's what our heart is telling us? And especially in today's world where there's so much like comparison, you know, with social media and like these engineered images that people are seeing on their feed, thinking that it's quote unquote real life.
1: Yeah. And, um, oh, I just felt something, but I don't feel it anymore. So yeah. If you feel like that, hang up, like put the phone down and go outside as soon as you, As soon as I get that feeling, because that happens to me all the time, where it's like somebody's like whatever looks fancy, and I'm like, I'm a mess.
0: We compare and we find ourselves as separate, you know? Mm -hmm, Exactly. We're belittled because of appearance.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And then we create this whole story of Mm -hmm. why we're not enough and what we're lacking and all that crap.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good time to celebrate in those moments, to celebrate the beauty that we're seeing. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. This woman is incredible. Look at how powerful she She is. And then we attract more of
0: that. Exactly. Yes. And I think that's part of this whole shift of like, uh, part of this like shift of the age is like getting out of that Piscean age of competition. And now it's coming more of a space of cooperation and seeing each other as our brother and sister and seeing them as reflections of ourselves that sometimes we just forget because we're on this path of remembering of who we are as a member of society, as a member of humanity. Mm -hmm. And so everyone's journey looks different too. And that's something that we have to really honor within ourselves is that you know some of us are clearing like deep ancestral wounds and some of us are coming in this earth as kind of new spirits you know some are old souls and some are new souls and the and it's all okay you know and just to recognize people for where they are I think is the biggest thing and to just really honor ourselves for where we are because we are our toughest critic
1: Mm, that's for sure yeah and when you said the word remembering, that word is like, you know, re-putting, putting the member, members back together, like putting the body back together. And so here we are, we are one body of Sophia God. We're like, we are the consciousness that is spirit. So all of us matter. We need all of us to have this unified field And when we have this unified field, that's when the magic really starts to happen. And it just takes like that moment of remembrance. And again, this willingness to accept and surrender to how powerful and beautiful and worthy and loved we are and how much love we have to give and seeing ourselves as like, an integral 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 part of the whole of this structure of humanity of the structure of the universe of the structure of our you know family of the structure of our own community micro macro yeah and you know that's a beautiful it's it's a It invites us to check out our own physical field and see if there's any parts of our own body that have been left out and left in the dark. And the most obvious place to talk about there is our womb and our yoni and the places that, you know, we're waking up to their, we're remembering how powerful they are and we're learning from each other how to wave and move with the cycles. This is another thing Magdalene's working with me right now is like paying because my cycles come back now and I haven't really had a real rhythm for like many years because I've been pregnant or nursing. And so I'm, I'm working with like how to flow with my months and how to flow with the moon and how much more effective I am when I pay attention to my needs and honor them above all Else. And honestly, I can't always honor my needs above all else because I have these other people to consider that rely on me for everything right now. But it, it's like, let's just say I'm tired. My period's coming. My moon is going to come. And what would be honoring myself is to like go retreat for four days. Okay, it's not going to happen right now. But I can just like take some deep breaths in a dark room for a moment. I can't integrate these practices into the life that I have that is busy and is full. And is sometimes like, what the heck is happening? Um, and it doesn't have to be like all or nothing. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Cause it's, you know, like I have to use my phone to work. Like sometimes I'm on my phone with my kids and I feel like, Oh God, like, Oh, uh. But I that's part of my job. And sometimes I have to look at the phone for what I'm up to. And um just remembering like also how powerful we are, that even if our pineal gland is calcified, like we can uncalcify it. We can there's so many things we can do to heal. And like we're more powerful than chemtrails and we're more powerful than like anything that we perceive as happening to us or coming into us to harm us or hold it. Nothing's holding us down, baby, because we're the creators right so so yeah and again it's like this dance it's a dance too because you want to eat organic food because it's you want to eat organic food you know Mm -hmm. well it's
0: interesting when you're talking about like moon time too because I think we're getting back to remembering like the importance of the moon because up until you know electricity. (laughs) Everything was ruled by the moon in terms of, you know, what light you had and what you would do and the moonlight and, you know, women sinking together on their moons and coming together. And then I know personally, I've seen a lot of education out there lately about like periods and moons and People are speaking up about getting off birth control because they want to sink back because some people haven't had periods in years and they're realizing how it's affecting the hormones. And even like these contraceptives that when we're urinating or anything, like it's in the water, which is being recycled back up and we're drinking it, which is why we're experiencing high levels of infertility right now is because, you know, there's these things that while they're great for people that need them, if you can do it without go for it because we need to get back to the natural cycles within our bodies as women because that's where we feel empowered with the moon. Like I know anytime I have cramps, I like put it out there. Like I'm in bed for twenty four hours. And I don't give a shit. And everyone's like, I hear you. I'm eating cake and watching Netflix in bed. And it's just like having those people that understand because we all have different releases and of it. And you know, a lot of women are working with menstrual blood again and are really, offering it up to the earth to really heal the earth and to really um bless and use that really pot- i mean that's the blood that gives life and so some people think it's like really crazy like you're doing what with your what but there, it goes back to right. ancient <laughs> times and that remembering of mm-hmm. how it was before the patriarchy really shunned women for their menstrual cycles and really put this like heavy thing, just like you were saying when you were breastfeeding, you know, Fox on the plane, like having people stare at you, but they think it's normal that like they're eating their fast food or watching like really violent shows and things like that and thinking that's quote unquote normal because that's what society has told us to. So I think like even stepping up and doing, going back to basics through these rituals, that's been such and through like ingrained in my head lately is just back to basics and going back to these ritualistic ceremonial things is when we're in ceremony, that's when we really surpass time and space. And that's, we're just in it. We're in where we are right now. And in ceremony, we can heal the past. We can set the intention for the future all in this present moment it's literally the past present and future coming together right in that space anytime we go through there Mm -hmm. and so that's why breath work or meditation or things like that are really essential in today's time because we're literally cutting through lifetimes ancestral karma all these past pains that have been trauma that's been carried with us and for us to elevate to this 5d christ consciousness it's really important for us to find the beauty in the darkness and to use those shadows to really honor that time to birth something new. It's just like when we're in the womb, it's dark. And then that darkness, like think of the new moon, it's dark. That's when we set the intention. And so when we go in those shadows, we can see that as the intention to heal and to transcend and transmute.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just you, sorry, Mary Magdalene, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's a good teacher about resurrection. That's for yeah. sure. She and ISIS—they help so. Well,
0: and especially because Mary, because Mary Magdalene's the one that found Jesus in the tomb too. You know.
1: Yeah, well, and also you know the more I really like work with the, her is, um, and I've read her gospels and um, it's it's more than just she found him and announced it. It's like she. She was his shaman. She helped him to do that with her presence and her skill as a priestess and her own embodiment practice. And so what you're talking about in this place of ceremony that we can get to through prayer and meditation, intention, yoga, you know, embodiment breath work, this place is sometimes called the imaginal realm and it's it's not imaginary it's not like pretend this is a place where we all have access every every being communes there and so just seeing how she was with him during this time when he was entombed which is the womb the tomb or the womb hmm? and was able to co-create this experience for him with him of rising up and resurrecting much like isis put together you know osiris her beloved was killed and she put him back together so that they could make a baby The all seeing eye of horus so basically god (laughs) so she's a great mentor for that for resurrecting in a moment and you know the miracle like really the miracle it's it's miracles that we need miracles on earth right now but miracles aren't like like it's not
0: of course miracles say a miracle is a shift of perception from fear to love so essentially like that yeah a shift from that ego separateness And then being able to come back to that divine truth of who we are. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So it's like, I don't have to earn it or like work for it or like be a good girl for 10 years to get a miracle. I decide (sighs) I am the beloved. I am love. I am here to love. I am here to be loved. I am the beloved. Right. Those
0: I I am statements are so powerful.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really putting it into standing my ground and really proclaiming Mm -hmm. of who we are. So that's why we have to be careful when we say like, I'm feeling, I'm sick. Like, don't say I'm sick. You say more, I am feeling sick or I'm feeling sad because it's what you're feeling. But we're not our feelings Mm -hmm. because our feelings are just helping us navigate through once you become aware of that. And it takes time. I mean, like there's so many times that we hear these things over and over and over again. And then it's not until we really get the aha because we really have to like ingrain it and have it be like a practice. But that's part of being gentle with ourselves too.
1: Totally. And also humanity because it's like the more we are awake and aware and like paying attention, things that we hear, you know, things that are kind of like, uh, just like a natural part of our culture, like, oh, history repeats itself or um, uh, like you only live once or life is short. <laughs> like, you know, Wait does history have to repeat itself or can I recreate this moment and therefore create an entirely new world that's never existed before? Hmm. Is life short or am I going to live as long as I'd like to live because I have the regenerative power? My cells can regenerate and recreate at any time. Hmm. Do I only live once or have I lived already a million times? <laughs> Kids these days, they don't know what they're saying. <laughs> but it's like, this is stuff that's like, or like you know, even even I think we need to be careful of being like, oh, the patriarchy, the patriarchy, because mm-hmm, that's separateness. Yeah, well, and it's like it's like if I say that, let's just say I'm like that guy was staring at me, like the patriarchy, fuck the patriarchy. Well, really, he's just an emanation of feelings of shame and fear that are inside of me. He's just showing myself back to me, the the, the shame I have, like the. I water my plants with my womb blood because I want to say thank you to the earth and I want to regenerate and, 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 and participate in the livelihood of my surroundings and participate in the regeneration that the earth is already doing all the time. And because I love essential oils and that's essentially the blood of the plant. So I want to give back. But the, the kind of like weird vibe I had the first time I did that, like that's not because of some outside entity like putting that on me. That's like... Insecurities. It's my own insecurities. And it's like my own ideas that like, oh, this shame is, is, is real and I should like abide by it. And I just also want to say like, that's not to say that like we haven't been raised and like religion isn't real and like if our family has you know, said weird things to us that that's not real. But there does come a point when we wake up enough where it's like, I'm a grown woman. I, I, I have the tools now. So like I ain't got time to continue to propagate these old ideas that are harming me and the people around me and our, our globe, our world. So it's again, always this dance of like, I'm not like the boss of the world. I'm not going to change the world all by myself. Not at all. And that victimhood, that feeling that there's something out there, like putting this on me. Sovereignty is when I say, oh, this is me. What's going on for me right now? Always coming back to me and then taking responsibility for those feelings. Using my breath.
0: Freeing yourself from this condition that you think is real Mm
1: -hmm. when it's
0: just, and that's like my favorite sutra from um, Yogi Bhajan about the Aquarian age is recognize the other person as you yeah so when other people are triggering you it's because those are parts of you that you need to love unconditionally and parts of you that you need to atone and parts of you that you need to integrate and love and really just be at peace with
1: Mm -hmm. and a great trick if it feels really like overwhelming to go inside first is to pray for that other other person and And help to see them in the light that you know that they are. Mm -hmm. And that creates radical shifts. I highly recommend praying for people that you feel a weird vibe or angry or. Because they're just calling out for help. Their energy is calling out for help. And they don't
0: know. And most people don't know what to do because not everyone has taken the time to do the deep spiritual work and to really pray and to really know themselves because they're just the zombie or they're just. They're like showered with fear. They they haven't reclaimed their sovereignty.
1: Yeah, it's a crazy, I mean, do I want to say this? But the world is, there's weird things. People are doing weird things all day long on this planet. So it's part of the balance.
0: <laughs> so before we close out, I do want to have some fire. I have some fire questions for you. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. What is your mantra? Right now, mm.
1: I say yes to my full radiance. Mm, yes.
0: Who are some of your favorite spirit animals that you really oh. resonate with?
1: Well, my I mean, my dad comes to me as crow and he's like with me all day. He was here this morning. So I love crow and I love you, dad. Thank you for all the support. I mean, my dad is like, he, it's amazing how much he gives me in, in my earth walk now. (sighs) And there's been a lot of spider medicine, like helping to remind me about reweaving and like, um, not too long ago, there was a spider on my car. She would built her web like on my rear view or my side view mirror and I was going to drive away and I saw it and I was like, oh, I have to, I have to move you because you're going to die if I drive away. And so I had to scoop her up and move her and basically like drive away with her house that she had just created. It was, ugh, it was a little heartbreaking, <laughs> but, but, but she was like, I recreate a new house. No problem. No problem. So she's a great reminder of if something, when those things feel weird, when we don't feel comfortable, like to take a look inside, it's a it's a ding, 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 ding. Something's not right. Look inside. You know, someone's going to drive away with you on their car or whatever and recreate how you do want it. Anybody else? Hawk. But I haven't seen Hawk in a while. A lot of vulture energy in my neighborhood. Clearing, clearing, clearing. Beautiful. What would be
0: one if you had one book
1: to recommend the Sophia code by (laughs) Kyra hands down hands down please everyone go read this book from the very beginning take your time take as much time as you need but please go read that book
0: yeah it's really powerful I was telling Faye I couldn't sleep till four o'clock this morning because I like was reading I was reading the whole section on Mary Magdalene and it was just like the initiates and Oh my God, the pillars. And uh, Mm -hmm. it was so powerful.
1: Mm -hmm. It's the real deal. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Kaya. Thanks Kaya. So blessed to have her on earth.
0: (laughs) Totally. If you had one thing you can share with younger Faye, what would it be?
1: Oh, you're doing great. I love you so, so much. And thank you. I actually feel like my younger Faye is teaching me today. um, You know, I don't feel like I need to give her advice. I feel like she has like, she's, she needs to give me advice. I invite her in, you know, into the back of my conscience. I invite her to step into the back of my body and be the eyes that I see with my little baby Faye, but also like the, the sassy, like, I mean, I was like running the streets for a while, you know, like I was like, I don't know. I I had a lot of chutzpah. And so I invite her into my energy field and I invite her to like, check out what's going on. And this girl that was like, unindoctrinated. Yeah. I invite her into my field. So I say, thank you. Thank you. Younger Faye. I love you. I love that. Mm -hmm. What would you say is one thing you know for sure? That God is love and that I am God in a body and I am love. Yes. Beautiful. And then what would be uh,
0: one thing, you know, hey, you have two boys. What would you say is the greatest lesson that they are teaching you? Oh, my God.
1: Oh man, it's like nothing I could have imagined being a mother. It's, and I, I mean like, it's really the most, it calls me to the mat every day in every way. So, you know, to be yourself and to do things that delight you and to take your time. And you know, what Forrest teaches me is how to be like really, really friendly and outgoing. And at the same time, not get hooked by other people Forrest says hello to everybody and then when he's done he's done and he moves on Um, and then I would also say they're showing me like the importance of doing the work and, and working with my own inner child and supporting her. And here, just after I've said like, oh, I don't have any advice for her, but I do have so much love. And I call on mother Mary and, uh, Hathor for this work. I call on them to help support my inner child. This part of me that still feels like, kind of like what the fuck is going on here? Who's in charge? Um, because I see myself in Forrest, especially he's three. He looks a lot like I do and he's a lot like me. And so it's very confronting, you know? And so when I get that feeling of like, you need to listen to me. <sighs> Who is inside of me that needs to be listened to? Cause it's always about me. Always, always, always. And then um, Foxy baby is teaching me how to just <laughs> hang out. <laughs> just hangs out looking around and he um they're also like incredible movers they use their body every day all day go 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 move and move and move and exploring moving in new ways so they're like super agile and flexible and malleable and that's how I want to be I don't want to get all calcified so
0: and I Thanks think boys. it's so awesome that Forrest is like obsessed with the with the garbage guy. Mm-hmm. Like her son Forrest, he loves like the garbage man and he loves the garbage truck. And I think that anytime I see that, what I what Forrest teaches me is to just throw out the shit that doesn't serve. You know, release <laughs> release what doesn't serve. There's no attachment, and to be
1: grateful as it goes away. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> We celebrate the garbage men in our house for sure. They're like our, they're like famous. We know all of them by name. Like we follow them on Mondays. That's our garbage day. And um, yeah, he's a, he loves his cams and his yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then one
0: last thing, you have an event coming up on Saturday.
1: Oh yeah. If if this is not aired yet, on July twenty second on Magdalene's Feast Day, I am co-offering an anointment ceremony virtually with my beloved friend Lizzie Ray Rose. She's at awake woman on Instagram. And she's a powerful oracle herself. She works a lot with the Order of Magdalena. And so we're gonna come together with Mary Magdalene and with this beautiful order of Magdalena and uh, facilitate a uh, healing anointment along the chakras as facilitated by everyone's higher self. So Mary Magdalene's medicine is the medicine of anointment. She's, she, you know, the story is that she anointed Jesus and the word Christ means anointed one. So if Magdalene anoints Jesus as Christ, you see the power of basically in very simple terms, Magdalene is the body, Jesus is the spirit. It's very, very simple and not complete at all, but the body anointing the spirit. So using our physicality to bring in the spirit of all life and so anointing ourselves with oils with water but we're going to use our breath and, and experiment and experience the power of our breath as god praying through us and unifying our field and consecrating us as the divine feminine leaders that we are man or woman so yeah that's at 11 o'clock on saturday july 22nd you can get a ticket for 22 dollars in the link wherever it is I hope you join link. us yeah
0: the and then she also <laughs> has the light caster club where she does a lot of breath alchemy and
1: yep one on one coaching Yeah, I offer... Lightcaster Club is a nice, affordable way to experience Magdalene channeling and breath alchemy twice a month. And um, you can get come live or get the recording. And then I do very limited private sessions and Lightcaster Club gets first access to those. And then I offer a three-month private mentorship container that weaves all of this Magdalene and your guides and practical coaching, business coaching and spiritual coaching and mentorship with breath alchemy. So it's different because it has this integrative piece built into it so like all the inspiration and the motivation and like the fancy quotes that we see like they don't go anywhere if we don't have a practice of integrating so um and that i think i have an opening in winter like in december so yeah, hit me up. And I'm on Instagram all the time. And I love connecting with other Magdalene sisters. Just know, like, if you feel called to Magdalene beloveds, like she's here for us right now. She's a wonderful mentor and helper. She's sowed all those seeds way back when. And she's helping us to, to nurture them and water them and tend to them. And we're all going to watch them flower together for generations to come. So yeah, you're not alone. You're not alone. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, this message about the feast day and about celebrating Mary Magdalene, of course, of course, thank you. But remembering too that this is the end of hierarchy, so that when we when we are praying, we are praying to the God of our own heart. When we call in the help from Ascended Masters, they're just there to support our own will our own desires and our own joys and we are valuable important worthy and loved and so full of love enough that our desires and our joys and our dreams are imperative to creating heaven on earth they not only matter for the sake of our own happiness, which is what this whole life thing is all about, they matter for the sake of creating the miracles that we need on earth right now so beloved, please pay attention please honor your own heart, your own desires your own interests and take them as the word of God yeah <laughs> yay <laughs> and thank, thank you sabrina i love you so much
0: uh words will never be able to suffice <laughs> the amount of love i have for you Faye. thanks for joining me and thanks everyone all of the links will Ooh. be listed below um on SoundCloud and also through the Sovereign Goddess podcast on shamanasagadesa.guru and also through iTunes. Um you can find Faye on Instagram at Faye Wilder and FayeWilder.com. And if you liked this episode, please leave us a comment and leave us a review on iTunes so more beautiful people can find these beautiful transmissions and these messages to really empower to go out there, build your kingdom with grace, live with sovereignty, help one another, and together we can help uplift this planet. Uh One intention at a time. Uh Aho. Thank you everyone for joining. We'll be seeing you soon. Thank you, Faye, and have a great one. Take care. Love you. Bye.